You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Hey, Mike Miss. Yo, Joe, what's up? It's been a couple weeks. I know. We've I been... bet these people have been missing us. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we. I did not get the episode loaded for Radium Girls. Oh. I didn't give it to anything to drink. <laughs> Nothing? Okay, moving on. Um, okay, I got it. Yeah, now you got it. So I finally, I finally um, figured out that uh, I did not get that done. And Andrew Carver did a great job of letting me know that I needed to get it loaded. But that was the last thing on my list to do as we were getting ready for... Yeah, you were busy uh, in the preparation for that uh, presentation. Yeah. Just a little bit. And uh, so... In the studio with us today is Mr. Stephen Goodman. Yay! Hi there. <laughs> the music paused right at the right time for you. Hey there. So uh, we are going to try better to get um, another person in here so that you guys aren't listening just to Mike and myself. Uh, Mike's pretty boring. We get that. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. Well. Stop. Well, how rude. Uh, no, so we also, we were so exhausted after last week uh, doing the show that we ended up having to take off a, a whole other week. So oh, we yeah. haven't been on the radio here or on the, the airwave. I don't even think, we haven't been digital There we go <laughs> in uh, two weeks. So yeah, we, no, we definitely haven't. are missing folks. Oh. So This past weekend, I had a ball. Let's, uh, oh, hey, Mike. <laughs> you went and saw something pretty cool this last yes, weekend. Yes, I did. What did you see? Uh, the, the Blue Man Group. The Blue Man Group. In Chicago. In Chicago? Chicago, yes. The Windy City. Just flew And it was very windy, yes. From the Windy City, the Windy City is mighty pretty. What, what musical? Um, uh, but they Ro- ain't Rogers got and Hammerstein. what we got. No siree, no siree. Is that, oh, is that a state fair? <laughs> no, it is Calamity Jane. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Mr. Mike, what did you get to go see this weekend, this past Uh, weekend? Well, I I just said the uh, Blue Man Man Group, but also got to see the uh, Field Museum, which is fascinating. They have Sue there. Sue is the largest uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex that has been found to date. And um, she was rather impressive. You know, funny thing is, I believe Sue is a male T-Rex. Oh, one of those gender identification problems. Is it like Johnny Your Cash? mic is cutting out. That's it is. Weird. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, now? I think they named it after the person who found it. Oh, okay, okay. But it was was definitely, uh, I think it was definitely a, a male, if I remember right. It's It's been a could long be, time since Could be, could be. Sorry, I got, I'm a little distracted here. So some friends of mine posted some pictures of the old opera house, and uh, I, I got distracted here. Levering Hall. Levering Hall, which we've talked about a little bit. So, Mr. Mike, tell us about the Blue Man Group. What would you think? It was, it was amazing. <laughs> so, yes. yes it was I've amazing. seen them. Stephen, have you ever seen them? I have not. I've seen clips on YouTube. That's not the same as in person. No, it's not. No, you don't have the paper throwing out over your head and all <laughs> those things that you. Yeah. 
It it was a blast. We um we had a blast when Angela Angela took me as a surprise. I think oh. when uh, I think it was a surprise. It was a year. A co- it was several years ago. We've been together eleven years. It, it's like one twentieth. 20 year session or something. <laughs> okay, like. wow. You know, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, like, has it really been that long? So, wow, I, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> well. Anyway, so Esther's dream is opening soon. Every oh, yes. girl should truly have an, an evening to remember. Part of that is going to be Esther's dream, and that is an open house on Wednesday, February 22nd, which is tomorrow night. As you guys will read this, it'll be this Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Cherry Street School. That's 145 North Cherry Street, and uh, you'll be entered to you'll be entered into a raffle for a fifty dollar Kroger card by bringing a donation of dresses, jewelry, shoes, makeup, perfume, etc. And the cool thing is, is that everything is free. So you bring a donation, and then those who could use a little help to make that. Uh, make that special evening for prom or something like that. Uh, it makes it just a little special. They can get a, a really nice dress, slightly used. Um, and uh, last time I was, I had seen some things, they were, <laughs> they actually had several dresses to choose from. Um, not that I needed a dress to choose from, but I had seen. Well, I think so. it's wonderful because some of these girls might not be able to afford something that they would feel comfortable going to the prom in. And they can do this for free. It's amazing. Yeah, and I mean the the if I remember right, some of the dresses that my sister had looked at were several hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, they can get pretty expensive for one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can't sell it, donate it. And actually, if you donate it, I'm not sure if Esther's dream is a five one c three or not. But that might be something to look into if if they're interested. I think I, I think it is, but I don't know for sure either. But you might be able to get a tax form. Get our friend Jody Hayes on here. She can tell us. Yeah, she might be able to. Um, What else do you got, Mike? Do you have anything else? Well, here's one. I want to give a a shout-out to the Morrow County Hospital. Oh, yes. Morrow County Hospital has received national recognition as a top 100 critical access hospital among more than 2,200 critical access hospitals for excellence in patients and patient outcomes by the Charles Center for Rural Health. Additionally, Morrow County Hospital is the only critical access hospital in the state of Ohio receiving the national ranking from the Chartist Center for Rural Health this year. That's impressive. That's very impressive. I, I, we've got that right here in our own community. Yes. We talk about some of the awards. I mean, they've gotten awards for their accounting um, you know, Connie McChesney is going to be leaving them, taking the helm as the county auditor after winning the race recently. Um, you know, like, we we are so blessed, really, uh, with what we have. Coming up this week, also on Thursday, starting at 4.30 p.m., is Maringo American Legion Thursday Night Bingo. And that's going to be at the Maringo American Legion Hall. What else do you got? Well, the Groovy Plants Ranch is looking for food trucks. Um, and I'll read the ad here, 2023 food trucks needed. We are looking to book spring, summer, and fall food trucks at Groovy Plants Ranch. We don't charge to park. If your truck is licensed and insured, please send us a message for available dates and more information. And you can uh, find out more information um, at hashtag 
Groovy Plants Ranch. And the cool thing to know there is that is now a statewide draw of attraction. They've been in national magazines and everything down there. Um, the sun will come out tomorrow, Mr. Mike. Did you know that? The sun will come out tomorrow? Yeah. It, you just can like bet your sun. bottom dollar that the sun will come out tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Oh, you you were in that. What what did you play? Mr. Keeley? No, I was... Mr. Uh, Healy. Bert Healy. <laughs> Bert Healy, yes. Bert Healy, the radio guy. Yes, you're never fully dressed without a smile. S-M-I-L-E. Anyway, um, Highland High School is doing Annie Jr., and the opening show will be Friday, March 3rd at 7.30 p.m. They'll also be doing it Saturday the 4th at 2.30 p.m. and Saturday the 4th at, uh, Sun, yeah, Saturday the 4th at 7.30 p.m. And then Mount Gilead High School is putting on, and I don't have dates for that yet, uh, but it will be in mid-March. They are putting on The Wizard of Oz. Ooh. Yes, The Wizard of Oz. If I only had a brain. Wow. I love that movie. I'm not. I'm, I'm well, I have a couple alone. of uh, upcoming uh, Red Cross blood drives here. Oh, do it. Um, let's see. February 23rd. That's this week, Thursday. Candlewood Lake at 7326 State Route 19, Mount Gilead. It's open to the public. It's from 1230 to 530 p.m. I presume you go to the main gate and they can direct you to where to go. Um, also, Saturday, February 25th, Fresh Faith Community Church, 4444 State Route 95, Mount Gilead. will have a blood drive from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. And uh, let's see. You can find out more about uh, the blood drives at www.redcrossblood.org slash give. And, um, you know, uh, I'm sure that at some point in your life, you might need blood too. So uh, be sure to uh, be kind and give some blood. Also coming up, Mike, next week is a huge hiring event on the 28th of February and March 1st from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. located at the American Legion, 1549 County Road 26 in Marengo. And uh, they are looking for store team members. And they pay $15 an hour for store team members for sheets. The new gas station. Mike, I sheet you not. That is going <laughs> to be a great job. Like $15 an, a, uh, an hour is uh, really good there. And, of course, that is uh, right down at the uh, 6171. Exit 140. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be um, – I can't wait, actually, <laughs> to get to till that gets open. I love going to um, sheets whenever I can – Find one as I'm driving through the state well, of Ohio. And I see this weekend some something going on at the uh, Capitol Theater. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yes. Second yes. weekend. Oh, that was... Friday at 5 and 8 p.m. Saturday at 5 and 8 p.m. And Sunday at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. The following week will be 84 Brady with Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, not Susan Sarandon. I, I can see her. I can see her face, but I so- can't... Sally Field? Sally Field, that's who it is. And I can't remember who the other one is. But the if you've seen the trailer for it, it is hilarious. They're trying to go to the Super Bowl to see um, Brady. Tom, yeah, Tom Brady. And, oh, okay. And okay. they actually try it. They can't. Not the Brady I was thinking of, okay. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. I mean, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda did a whole series on Netflix called Grace and Frankie. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Hilarious. Um. 
even the later episodes where they got more political, um, they they were pretty decent. But it was oh my gosh, hilarious! Uh, yeah, good time. Uh, I think that's all I have. Do you have anything else? Oh, uh, let's see here. I think that's all I have at the moment. There was something else here. I do. I do want to. Uh, this is kind of. This is going to be a little depressing, to be honest. Um, do want to send out thoughts and prayers to local girl um, Abigail Carey, who was in a terrible car accident on Saturday afternoon, and is in Children's um, in Columbus on life support. Um, you know. Um, this is the same girl her dad received a heart transplant a uh, little uh, almost two years ago now um, at the age I think he was 39 or 40 and had to have a heart transplant um, she's fighting hard the family's fighting hard there uh, you know tragedies like this bring out the best in the community and there have been all kinds of pictures um, here's a picture of the softball team at Northmore and Highland, or that's just Northmore, but the girls are out there on the field, and they're holding hands in a prayer circle, Um, some of the things like that, so, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to the family there, and uh, keep, keep, uh, keep fighting, Abby, and uh, your family's not ready to let you go, so keep fighting, you've got a lot of living left to do, Um, so. I'd also like to, uh, Send out condolences to the family of Evelyn Long. Yes. Um, that's a tragic loss to the Cardington community. She uh, she was their unofficial historian, and as president of the Morrow County Historical Society, we also depend on her a lot. And we're going to miss um, miss her know-how, and, and her, her, uh, we're going to miss her. <laughs> yeah, and if you ever got the opportunity to talk to her, she was just a phenomenal person just to talk to and then you get her interested in a conversation such as, you know, um, some of the history, maybe some of the history in Cardington. She, yeah, she's going to be missed. She was just a, a great person overall. I don't think I have anything else, Mr. Mike. You have anything there, Stephen? You're awful quiet, Stephen. Well, I, I don't know a whole lot of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't Scuba either. Scuba Steve. <laughs> Um, are they are they hiring where you work? Oh, they're always hiring where I work. That would be the the, the Dollar Tree warehouse down at one forty so uh, sixty one seventy one. So I get to watch the sheets building go up sometimes as I drive by. Now I can tell you they've got really good pizza and they've got like a little like restaurant in most of the sheets, so you'll be able to go across and get something made during your lunch break if you're. Oh, that'd be that'd be really nice because you get a half hour lunch and you go to Arby's or Taco Bell. Like by the time you get your food and get back to the warehouse, you have to inhale your food or you don't get lunch. Yeah. No, I I get yeah. it. So just as so you're aware, I mean they've got the pizza. Pizza's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. All right, Mister Mikeamus, are we are are we ready? Let's go for it. All right, we're going to start the safety briefing. Stephen, please buckle your seatbelt. Put keep your hands and legs inside of the car till it comes to a complete stop. Thank you for writing the flashback. Are we there yet? Here we go. <laughs> the flashback is brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society, currently closed for the season, working on new displays for the upcoming season which will begin sometime in April. 
All right, and I have seen the vehicles uh, aplenty around the historical society, so they are actively working downstairs. Well, as a matter of fact, while we're up here right now recording this, they're downstairs working on that. So, so should we like tap on the floor like SOS or something? <laughs> yeah. Will they come running? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are we going to talk about today, Mister Mike? Well, our friend Stan Sipe has done a lot of research on the old newspapers. And um, back oh. in 1919, uh, in the Morrow County Sentinel, they had something called Little Sketches of Morrow County History. And um, I'm going to share one of those today, and I'm probably going to share more in the future. Uh, keep in mind, folks, this type is very, very, very small, and my eyes are very, very, very old. Oh, that's sorry, that's not where you were going with that. I was going to say, but it'll work. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read this as it appeared September 18th of 1919 in the Morrow County Sentinel. The earliest history of Morrow County in common with that of the state is veiled in mystery and what share it had in the prehistoric times can only be guessed. It is the opinion of, an, of uh, antiquarians that three distinct races have inhabited North America prior to the coming of the present inhabitants. Whatever the truth may be in regard to these fanciful theories, the fact that Morrow County was once the scene of the busy activities of a strange people called mound builders is beyond question. The traces of their occupation are in all sections of of the county, but they have unfortunately failed to awaken an interest in the present inhabitants when it would have availed most in behalf of archaeological information. During the centuries of Indian domination, excuse me, um, Indian denom were left undisturbed. They had no something. Boy, there's some typos in this. I should have read ahead. The mound's tradition of a preceding race, and unvexed by the... the, uh, goading of inquiring science left these relics of these curious people untouched until the white man wrought the mighty change. Three of these works have been found at or near Chesterville. A mound located near the old schoolhouse was plowed down in 1837 and scraped into a hole near it from which it was undoubtedly thrown up. However, no bones or relics were found here. In 1829, when the hotel was built in Chesterville, a mound nearby was made to furnish material for the brick in digging it away. In digging it away, a large human skeleton was found. The jawbone was much larger than that of any of the present generation and with more teeth than the white race of today. There were a few trinkets found, one of which was an article something like a mortar um, holding about a half pint made of uh, blue clay. Just west of the village is a small earthwork surrounded by a trench upon which are growing uh, trees of large growth which have evidently sprung up since the mound was made. Other mounds are found in townships of Troy, Canaan, and Washington. In Washington, situated in the northeast corner, is a conical-shaped mound about 20 feet high, near it is a horseshoe-shaped fortification, some two and a half 
feet high, enclosing an area of about a quarter of an acre. In the southern part of Lincoln Township are the remains of a mound of considerable interest. A cone 60 feet in diameter was found in the center of a circle 120 feet in diameter. Mr. T.C. Kennard and A.G. Emery at, at one time made some effort to investigate the relic. In the center of the cone was found a circular wall made of loosely laid freestone. On the outer side of the wall, the dirt taken from the surrounding trench was thrown, and within the space with a clay that was thought to be foreign to that locality. Considerable charcoal and ashes were found, but no bones or relics. The earth wall which encircled the mound, it was um, thought contained more material than could be got from the trench at its foot, and an examination seemed to confirm their theory that much of, much of the material had been brought to this place. There is also said to be one of the, these mounds at the Magnetic Springs, which we've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. east of Mount Gilead. It is to be regretted that these That's the relics... State Park. Yes. It is to be regretted that these relics of the mound builders have not attracted the attention of the scholars of the county. These earthworks on the territory uh, where archaeologists have long thought there were no traces of the ancient people, and a stray relic might do something towards establishing or refuting the various theories that have been entertained in regard to the mound builders on the Ohio watershed. Again, this article is from September 18, 1919. I do apologize. I think there were some typos in here that I should have seen ahead of time. But it's interesting that the mound builders were in this area. I usually think of the, about them being further south and I think east. Licking County. Yes, yes. Yeah, Licking County has several. The Serpent Mound. Um, I think there's even some, yeah, further east and south maybe that I've heard about. Yes, I think you're right. So, yes, uh, the mound builders were in this area. I mean, that was before Morrow County became a county in 1848, obviously. I wonder if they were nomadic. Uh, they, I don't know if they stayed in one place or if they maybe traveled back and forth, but even going to Licking County, I mean, for us, it's not a big feat, but for them, that would have been, well, sure. uh, you know, probably a two-day trip at least, at least, so. On this day, February 21st, 1965, in New York City, Malcolm X, an African-American nationalist, and religious leader is assassinated while addressing his organization of the Afro-American Unity at the, uh, uh, I can't even say that, at, the, uh, at Washington Heights. He was 39 years old. Also, this day in history actually has several things, Mike, that went on. In 1885, the Washington Monument was dedicated. The Washington Monument was built in honor of America's revolutionary hero, and first president is it is dedicated in Washington D.C. Uh, the 555-foot marble obelisk was first proposed in 1783, uh, as the it had room left for it. And one of the things is, do you know that it's actually made from two different types of granite? They came from two different locations, and actually, you can see where they stopped. Is that why there's a color difference? There's, that's why there's a color difference, because they actually stopped um, 
in the in the middle of of working on that before they finished it. Um, and the cap is actually, I believe, the cap is actually metal. It's not stone like we would have thought. Let me just go down here to the next thing. Um, where did that go? There we go. Um, also, this day in history, um, Dolly Parton cements her crossover success as 9 to 5 hits number 1. Working 9 to 5. You both are just looking at me like I'm goofy. I'm pretty sure I've heard it, but it's been a while, so it's... Oh, it's a good one. Yeah, it's not It's a good song. Me. Like, it's one of those, I think, spans the... The... Um, the, the generation generational gamut, I think, like people know it, but they're like, but it's like a hot, uh, uh, upbeat, you know, kind of. It's a good song. You have to listen to it. Uh, this day in history in 1970, Henry Kissinger begins secret negotiations with the North North Vietnamese. At that time, he was the national security advisor. Uh, let's see here, President Nixon, and this date. On, in 1972, arrived in China for talks with, uh, in Be- he t- arrived in Beijing to talk with the People's Republic of China leadership as they uh, started the, to reestablish the relations with China. On this day in 1948, NASCAR was <laughs> officially incorporated. <laughs> now, how did NASCAR get its start? Running, running um, bootleg whiskey. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> um, let's see here. Allied troops in 1918 captured Jericho on the morning of February 21st, 1918. Um, combined Allied forces of British troops and Australian Mounted Cavalry capture the city of Jericho in Palestine after a three-day battle with Turkish troops. So that's all I had. Or the fun. Is it anything? You have anything, Stephen? Do you um, know of anything special that happened? Uh, in, like on this date in history. On this date in history, I do not. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's time to flash back to the present. Here we go. <laughs> Warning, warning, warning. Terrible, terrible puns ahead. Warning, warning, warning. Uh, Joey has a new book. Watch out, here it comes. (laughs) I am armed today and and prepared. Before you go into yours, I want to tell about the other day when I saw you in the the, uh, post office. I didn't see you in the post office, but okay. Well, you spoke to me. I w- you were talking into an envelope, so I went over and said, "Hey, hey, Joey, uh, what are you doing?" You said you were sending a voicemail. Oh, good lord! <laughs> good gravy! You don't remember that? I don't. Okay, this one's a little lengthy. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Hang on, folks. Can you hear this? That's me pounding the microphone into my head here. Okay, a frog goes into a bank and approaches the teller. He can see from the nameplate that her name is Patty Whack. Miss Whack, <laughs> I'd like to get a $30,000 loan to take a uh, vacation. Patty looks at the frog in disbelief and asks his name. The frog says his name is Kermit Jagger. His dad is Mick Jagger. 
and that it's okay he knows the bank manager. Patty explains that he will need to secure the loan with some collateral. The frog says, sure, sure, I have this, and produces a tiny porcelain elephant, about an inch tall, uh, bright pink, and perfectly formed. Very confused, Patty explains that she'll have to consult with the bank manager and disappears into the back office. She finds the manager and says, there's a frog called Kermit Jagger out there who claims to know you and wants to borrow $30,000, and he wants to use this as collateral. She holds up the tiny pink elephant. I mean, what in the world is that? The bank manager looks back at her and says, it's a knick-knack, Paddywhack. Give the frog a loan. His old man's a rolling stone. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew where that was going before before you even went there. Oh, I'll give you two. Three. All right, I, I, I'm officially I armed. Suspense. I had no idea where it was going. I knew exactly where the, As soon as he said Paddywhack and it was a frog, I was going to say, Kermit the Frog here. All right, so I have exceptionally bad dad jokes. So frighteningly, frighten, frightfully awful, yet wonderfully spiffing. Volume one. This was my Christmas present from Angela. And, um, well, one of my Christmas presents. I love a good dad joke. Well, let me tell you. It's, uh, not I'm going to start at the beginning. <clears throat> let me warm up. Me, 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 me. Okay, here we go. How does a penguin build its house? It glues it together. It glues it. It glues it. Okay. It glues it together. I hear the crickets. <laughs> All right. A jumper cable walks into a bar. The bartender says, I'll serve you, but don't start anything. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Okay. All right. So that's two. Let's that kind of gave me a charge. That was that terrible. It was electrifying. <laughs> that was terrible is what that was. Aftershocks. All right, here we go. Have you ever heard of a music group called Cellophane? No, I've never heard of a... Cellophane. That's, That's Mr. Cellophane. Mr. Oh, Mr. Cellophane. Okay. Have you ever heard of a musical group called Cellophane? They mostly rap. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's got a face palm going on. What did baby corn say to mama corn? Where's papa? Where's popcorn? That was was close. Yeah, you almost had it. What has two butts and kills people? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Joey's dying now. All right, what's the answer? What has two butts and kills people? An assassin. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you spell it. (laughs) All right, what do you call a dog that can do magic? What what do you call a dog that can do magic? A labracadabrador. I think we'll do two more. Okay. All right, here we go. When the phone is ringing, Dad says, if it's for me, don't answer it. If it's not for me, don't answer it. No. Uh, 
If you don't answer it, you don't know who it's for. Yeah. So when the phone is ringing, Dad says, "If it's for me, don't answer it." You can't. No. See that that is a bad one. I'm on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. Yeah, buddy, that's my diet. Yeah, but you also weigh like 90 pounds soaking wet with 30 pounds of quarters in your pocket. That's not, that's not too far from true. Really. I know. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the Jolly Green Giant could use you as a toothpick. You would. Or a Q-tip. <laughs> I mean, you did get the haircut a little bit, so. Yeah, I got to get a haircut. It's poofy on the sides. All right. So, Mr. Mike, anything? Anything else? I think that after your jokes, uh, we're we're probably done. Maybe for good. <laughs> Maybe for good, huh? Well, I mean, I don't know. Did you hear about the guy who invented lifesavers? Did he die? They say he made a mint. Well, here's a quote from Shaq O'Neal. I can't end my message with love Shaq anymore because the B-52s ruined that for me. <laughs> well, that's true. That is a good one. Love Shack. Love Shack, baby. Man, people are never going to pay attention to us again. <laughs> like they are now? Uh, well, I mean, just a few of them are. All right, folks, that does it for this episode of the podcast. Steven, thank you for oh, joining us. We didn't really get a chance to talk to you too much about uh, anything, um, but you're more than welcome to come back. Well, it'd be my pleasure. Unless you have something you want to talk about, do you have some? Um, do you have a topic you'd like to talk about? I just thought I just thought about. Ant- I came to see Ant Man Friday last week. Uh, what did you think about Ant Man? Are you a Marvel fan? Yes. Um, so what did you think? I thought it was great. Uh, I mean, it connects to some previous things and it brings it up and ties a bunch of things together. I, I thought it was the best Ant Man of the three, really. So I heard that it's supposed to basically lead out the next ten movies. Yeah, I can see that, especially like the post-credit scene stayed through the entire movie. There are two extra scenes, one shortly after the credits start and then another one at the very end. At the very end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I, I got super excited. And it's yeah. not like Doctor Strange where you see Bruce Campbell punching himself in the face at the end <laughs> of, of Doctor Strange. That's not the last scene. This last scene, I, I think, actually gives... Oh. A little bit of the storyline for the ne- upcoming movies. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a setup for other things. I mean, we've got um, Shazam coming up. We've got uh, Volume Three of Guardians of, the Galaxy. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. There's the Flash coming out this summer. Like, there's all oh. kinds of superhero movies coming out. Oh yeah. Whether you're a DC fan or a Marvel fan or both, there's something coming out this summer for you. Um, it, it, it's going to be a busy year. Busy summer, so. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, be kind to each other. Give grace and uh, say a prayer for those that are hurting and those that uh, could use a little extra uh, a boost in prayer this week. And uh, until next time, ta-ta. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.